most pole positions, a title fight and who's winning the WGC. This week I'm going over all of our F1 2024 predictions, so get ready because you've been summoned to the steward's office. Hello everyone and welcome back to the steward's office, I'm Syrah and before we even begin this week I'm gonna apologise because I am so so unwell at the moment. I got back from holiday last week and have just been smothered in a cold and feeling so so unwell since so I do sound a little bit more congested this week and I'm super super sorry for that. I was so badly praying that I would get over this cold before I recorded so I put it off a little bit longer. I was hoping to record on Saturday, pushed it to Sunday, pushed it from Sunday to today which is Monday and the cold is not going anywhere. However, compared to the last couple of days, I don't feel completely exhausted and tired and I feel well enough to record and I really, really wanted to get this episode out. And once again, I am super sorry that you are dealing with me being a little bit unwell. And also, if you're watching this over on my YouTube channel, I have tried to make myself look a little bit more not ill but yeah we are working with what we've got here guys but yeah like i mentioned i have been away for two weeks actually with my family on holiday so the past two three episodes were posted while i was away i pre-recorded them before i left but in those two weeks we had a massive piece of news come out that i want to cover before we go in to our f1 2024 predictions and that is of course lewis hamilton moving to Ferrari. I haven't had a chance to speak about this properly on any of my social media platforms. I was in Bangladesh when the news came out, so I didn't really get a chance to sit down and film anything or write anything about it. And yeah, I came home, felt ill, have not been able to sit down and properly record. So I thought we'd have a quick chat about it because it is one of the biggest headlines we've seen in F1 for a very, very long time, not just for this season, not just for this month, but it absolutely massive news and look i'm gonna put my hands up and admit i was firmly in the camp of that lewis was gonna retire with mercedes i really did not see him going to any other team i knew he had mentioned wanting to be able to drive for ferrari one day i know he said basically stars hadn't really aligned there'd been talks before but it never really came to anything right and we always get the rumors during silly season before silly season, off season, when they're driving, whatever, that Lewis has spoken to Ferrari, that Ferrari want to sign Lewis, but it's never come to anything before, obviously, right? And I think it was the 31st of January that I had seen rumours online again that, oh, Lewis is set to join Ferrari. And I was like, yeah, but we always hear these. I turned to my sister and I said the same thing. I'm like, oh, look, another Lewis to Ferrari rumour. So imagine my shock when we are sitting in my grandmother's house in Bangladesh, in a village and she shows me the sky news instagram post saying that lewis is moving to ferrari i can't lie guys i'm still a little shocked about it it hasn't fully sunk in yet i think there are times where i'm like he's actually going to ferrari and i know there are mixed opinions on it i know some people think it's a bad move for ferrari it's a bad move for lewis it's not great news for mercedes what's happened some people think it's brilliant news for ferrari and for lewis i mean for me i want to start off by saying i'm gutted that he's obviously not ending his career with mercedes he will always be a mercedes driver to me and to a lot of people i'm sure to the mercedes family itself right so i want to start off by saying that yeah i'm gutted that he won't be finishing off his career with the team however i am super super happy that he's getting to live out this dream of driving ferrari i've said it before i don't know many drivers up and down the grid aspiring drivers not on the f1 grid yet that 
wouldn't want to drive a Ferrari. There is something about that red team. There's something about the Scuderia, about the Tifosi, and it makes you dream and it makes you believe and it makes you want to be a part of it. I'm so, so happy that he's getting to live out this dream now. I think it's phenomenal that 39 years old and he will be 40 when he joins Ferrari, that Ferrari are signing him, that a new team wants to sign him. And that says so much about Lewis and his drive and his ambition and his abilities as a race car driver. However, for all the positivity that I'm giving it, I'm not going to lie to you, there was a lot of panic when I first cheered about him moving to Ferrari. My sister had a front row seat to all of it. I'm not going to share all of that with you guys though. But yeah, I was just so shocked and did not know what was going on because we knew that he had literally signed his contract with Mercedes in summer. We knew it was a two-year contract. I had completely forgotten that it was a one plus one year. And I think that was what shocked me most because I forgot that I thought he was signed in for a proper two-year contract. There was no sort of get-out clause on that second year. So I was like, what the heck has happened that he is just dropping in the middle of his contract from Mercedes to go to Ferrari. However, not the case. He's on a one plus one year, which means, yes, there is a sort of like break-free clause in that second year. But if he wants to move, he can. Now that the shock and the panic has settled of Lewis moving to Ferrari, though, I am very, very excited to see him in this new era with this team. We don't know how it's going to work out. We don't know what the Ferrari car is like. However, I am really excited to see how he does in a new team, in a new environment. McLaren and Mercedes were both British-based teams. Even though Mercedes is a German team, the factory is based in Britain. He is now going to have a factory that is based in Italy. The team speaks Italian. A completely new environment. They've got a driver in Charles Leclerc who's very, very much embedded in Ferrari, in their environment, in their culture. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he adapts to everything within the team and the factory as well as the car. But like I said, I am super, super excited for this. I cannot wait to see him wear red, get into the Ferrari car. I think it is going to take a little bit of time to get used to it. So used to him in the sort of black overalls of Mercedes and before it was the white overalls in that black car, in that silver car, the chrome car of McLaren. So it'll be a really almost jarring sort of different than to see him in this bright red car but super super excited for it the thing is there is so much speculation and so so many rumors out there right now about why lewis left mercedes especially with that early exit clause right we are hearing things like was he unhappy with the team was he unhappy with the fact that they weren't progressing really over the last couple of years that they weren't listening to his feedback was toto just not wanting to re-sign him after 2025 and so Lewis was looking to just secure himself a seat. And the fact of the matter is, we will probably never really fully know why Lewis opted to move to Ferrari. That's a decision that he made by himself, and it's probably only his close relatives and friends and loved ones that really know. And we aren't privy to that information, and that's completely understandable. But with all that being said, I don't think this was necessarily a decision that he made in a split second. I don't think Lewis went into winter break necessarily being like, I am going to speak to John Alcon and I'm going to speak to Fred Vassar and I'm moving to Ferrari, that is it, right? I mean, it might have been, for all we know, but I somehow don't think it was a split second decision of him being like, that's it, I'm gone. He said in his Instagram post that it was a really tough decision to make and it would be. You've been with the Mercedes family for years. You've driven a Mercedes-powered car your entire Formula One career, that's not a small decision to make to then move away from that. This is a decision that Lewis Hamilton has made though and he will be driving with Scuderia Ferrari for the 2025 Formula One season. And I know that is a decision that some people might label as stupid, however, I think it's insanely brave. 
I don't think it was James Files that was saying that, yeah, to be able to put yourself in a completely new environment, to take yourself out of your comfort zone, it's a really difficult thing to do. But I do think it really shows a person's character to be willing to move away from something that you've known for so many years. Humans are creatures of comfort. I know I definitely am. I love knowing certain things. I love being in familiar environments. You feel safer in those environments because you know what's going on. You have a little bit more control over them. There's not so much unknown that you're battling with. So to really push yourself into a completely different environment is terrifying. But if it pays off, the reward is incredible. And even if it doesn't, what you learn along the way is fantastic. So I think there is a life lesson also to be had there. However, looking at it just from an F1 perspective, super exciting. It's amazing for Ferrari. I think it's great for Lewis. And I think it's great for Formula One as well. So that is everything on Lewis Hamilton's move to Ferrari that isn't even happening this year. It is next year. I do have a couple of thoughts on who I think will end up taking that Mercedes seat. I've got two or three drivers that I think are properly, properly in contention for it. I know we've seen a lot of names juggled around in the media. I am going to post a TikTok about that though, so keep your eyes peeled over there. But now that we've gotten that massive piece of news out of the way, let's move on to our F1 2024 predictions. So like I did last year, I set up a Google form, posted it over on my Instagram, and I asked you guys basically a bunch of questions to figure out what your predictions were for the 2024 F1 season. So I have my phone with your answers on there. I've got my answers as well. We will check in hopefully around mid-season to see how well these go, and then again at the end of the season to see if any of us were right, but let's dive into it. So we had a total of 41 of you fill out my F1 predictions form, which I'm super, super grateful for. So thank you if you filled it out. And I started off with a super basic question of just who do you think is going to win the World Constructors Championship? And let's be honest, the answers for this one were exactly surprising and I wasn't really expecting it to be either. So 63.4% of you guys, which is 26 of you, thought it's going to be Red Bull. From honest with you, I did think there'd be a high percentage of you guys thinking it's going to be Red Bull winning the Constructors. I think they will be winning the Constructors this year, but yeah, the majority of you think it will be Red Bull again. After that, though, came Ferrari. There were six of you that thought Ferrari were going to win, and I thought, honestly, McLaren would be the second team on this list. I didn't think it was going to be Ferrari. 95% new car, though, so who knows? Maybe it's just a Tifosi hoping for the best year, but did think you guys would end up picking McLaren for the second most picked option. And then we have McLaren and then Mercedes. Surprisingly, no one voting for Aston Martin. I don't know whether we're all just still struggling after the 2023 season when it looked like it was going well and then didn't. And we just don't really know where they're going to end up for 2024. But yes, like I said, I agree with you guys. I do think Red Bull are winning the Constructors this year. And then I asked who's going to win the Drivers' Championship this year, and over 50% of you said it was going to be Max Verstappen. Absolutely no shocks there. I also think he will be winning his fourth world title this year. After that, you guys thought it would be Charles Leclerc, which adds up with you guys thinking Red Bull and then Ferrari winning the Constructors' Championship. Then people voted for Lewis. After that, I had someone vote for Daniel, someone vote for Oscar, and someone vote for Lando. But Lando, I thought, might end up having more votes, but doesn't. I guess, you know what, when he hasn't had his race wins yet, I don't know why the people are just like, might take him a little bit to build up to winning a championship. Might be in a title fight, but might take a little bit more to win it. However, yeah, most of you guys, majority of you guys think it will be Max. 
after that, a couple of you think it will be Charles. And then going from the top of the table to the bottom, I want to know who you guys thought was going to be last in the Constructors' Championship. And an overwhelming majority of you, and I mean 34 out of the 41 people who filled out this form, thought it was going to be Haas. The team that was most picked after that was Stake, which not a surprise. Then we had a vote for Racing Bulls, a vote for Williams, a vote for Alpine, and a vote for McLaren. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. I think... House realistically are a team that look like they're going to end up in last place. I hope that they have a better season than they did in 2023. Obviously, Gunter Steiner is leaving now. Well, he has left. We've got a new team principal coming into the house, but Ayo Komatsu, the new team principal, has already said that they're going to end up starting off on the back foot because they put so much of their development at the end of last year into that Austin upgrade package that didn't work so yeah starting off on the back foot and then hoping that whatever they bring whatever they've been working and developing over winter break actually works on their car because all the other teams would have worked on stuff already would have had a couple more months on them so yeah realistically i would say Haas probably are going to be last in this championship this year i do think there is a chance that it could be staked the car was not great last year i'm very curious as to what they're going to be working on over the next year or two before audi take over but yeah it's a hard one to call with that but realistically and most likely it's probably going to be Haas. okay and then we got into who's going to come last in the drivers championship and for me this is actually a really difficult one to figure out because i can't completely call it i don't know but the majority of you guys did think it was going to be Logan Sargent. 17 of you guys in total thought that it was going to be Logan Sargent. And I don't know. I don't think it will be. I think he's going to end up, yes, towards the bottom of the table. But I don't think he's going to be in 20th. After Logan, 14 of you thought it was going to be Nico Hulkenberg. Six of you thought Kevin Magnussen. Three of you thought Joe Guanyu. And then one of you thought Daniel Ricciardo. I could see it being one of the Haas boys or Shogun Yu. I don't know. I know the majority of you are leaning with Logan Sargent, but I don't think it's going to be him. The thing is, I, I think every driver will come away with a point this season. I don't think anyone's going to be at the bottom of the table with zero. I just can't decide on who is going to be at the bottom. I don't think it'll be Nico Hulkenberg. If I had to pick someone, I'm going to say Shogun Yu. I hope it's not, mainly because I have to pick someone. Okay, driver with the most polls for this season. And we have a nearly even split really between Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen so 18 of you said Charles 17 of you said Max four of you said Lewis and then two of you said George Russell I think it will end up being Charles Leclerc I think the Ferrari will be stronger compared to the 2023 season and I think he'll be able to extract a little bit more out of it and be a bit closer to Red Bull and qualifying for Charles. So yeah, I'm going with Charles Leclerc for that one. Drivers retiring or leaving at the end of the season. Okay, so I'm going to go through who got no votes, actually, because that's easier. So Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, George Russell, Oscar Piastri, Pierre Gasly, and Alex Albon are all drivers you think will be staying next year. So in 2025, those drivers will definitely be on the grid makes sense because Max, Lewis, Charles, George, Oscar and Alex all have a contract in place 
the only driver that doesn't that nobody voted for was Pierre Gasly. So those are the drivers that no one voted for, meaning that there's not a single person that filled out this form that thinks those drivers are leaving next season. The driver with the most amount of so for a driver leaving or retiring at the end of the season is Sergio Perez. He had 24 votes and you could vote for multiple drivers on this, by the way. I will agree with you guys that I think he is the most likely driver not to be an F1 in 2025. We're not going to go into the whole Sergio Perez and the Red Bull seat because we've spoken about it a lot and there's a lot of media out there that talks about it. But yeah, I think he is the driver most likely to be leaving at the end of the 2024 season. Not retiring, I think he will try and potentially find a seat elsewhere in a different racing series maybe. After that though, we had, let me have a look, Kevin Magnussen, which, yes, I've heard a lot of talk about Kevin maybe going, just people thinking that he's going to go, not that he's said anything or anything like that. I think the reality with Haas is at least one of those drivers is going to be going at the end of the 2024 season, in all honesty. I think Haas and Ferrari are going to want to bring Ollie Behrman up, especially if he has a good F2 season. So one of those drivers is probably going to be leaving after that there was logan Sargent, which yes if it doesn't get much better i can't see williams wanting to resign him they have their own junior drivers they have mercedes junior drivers they are a team that wants to keep fighting further up the field so they need two drivers that can help them do that then there was nico hulkenberg which yes we've discussed about with haas valtteri bottas and joe guanyu right stake is in just a really weird place at the moment anyway Audi will be taking over in 2026, so two years. They're just in a really weird place. Now, I don't know whether Audi have a lot of say in what their driver lineup will be in the coming years before Audi fully take over the team. I'm not sure what the benefit, I guess, would be in replacing your drives unless they're doing horrendously, like so badly, and they're costing you millions in repairs and damages, right? For a team that's going to be sticking around for two years before Audi take over. Valtteri Bottas really shocks me i don't think he's going to be out of a seat and i don't necessarily think he's going to want to retire just yet he seems to be really enjoying formula one at this point in his career he said since moving away from mercedes he's found a lot more enjoyment well not a lot more enjoyment but i think he's just had a lot less pressure on his shoulders basically Zhou guan yu i am umming and ahhing over because yeah teo Porsche is in super formula in japan this year really really wants Formula 1 seat he's the reigning F2 champion and they've just signed Zane Maloney who is an F2 driver to the Cyber Academy as well so potentially could put him in there as well so I would say Zhou Guan Yu is more of a risk or at more of a risk of losing his seat compared to Valtteri Bottas right now Carlos Sainz seven people voted for Carlos Sainz to lose his seat or like to not lose his seat but drives retiring or leaving at the end of the season no I don't think he's going anywhere I know he's lost his seat with Ferrari this year well for 2025 however there are going to be so many teams waiting eagerly to sign him to that team he is a very very good driver and he hasn't lost his fight to be in Formula 1 just yet. So no, I can't see him leaving just yet, guys. And then the other drivers on here, Lando Alonso with three votes, which I don't think is going to happen. Lando Norris, the guy has a very long-term contract. Lance Stroll with three votes, potentially could see that. Depends, I think, on how this season goes for him and if he continues enjoying Formula 1, because I think he became disillusioned with it last year. And then two votes for Esteban Ocon, two votes for Yuki Tsunoda. 
Yuki, yeah, I think is up in the air as to whether or not he will. It's going to depend a lot on his performance and whether AlphaTauri, if Daniel doesn't get the Red Bull seat, want to keep Daniel or not. So yeah, that one, like Daniel, up in the air. And then Esteban Ocon, no, I don't think he's going to be leaving the F1 grid in 2025. I think he's just an underrated driver. I quite like him, to be honest with you. I like him as a race car driver. I like him as a person of what we see of him in the media, obviously. So I don't think he's going to be leaving. And that Mercedes seat is up for grabs. And that guy has links with Mercedes. So we don't know. But I don't think he's going to be leaving. Drivers moving teams for 2025. We are leaving out Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz, obviously. Because, yeah, so the two drivers. We know Lewis is moving and Carlos is now going to have to move. But, yeah, those were the ones with the most amount of votes, funnily enough. Sergio Perez with 19 votes. I mean, do you guys think he's leaving? Or do you guys think he's moving teams? We've got to pick one. We can't have both. I just think he's going to be leaving the grid, in all honesty. I don't think he'll even be on the grid in 2025. But yeah, if he does stay on the grid, I don't think he'll be with Red Bull. And then after that, Fernando Alonso had 17 votes. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think Fernando Alonso is necessarily going to be staying with Aston Martin. I think there is a good chance he could sign with Mercedes. One vote for Lando Norris. He's not moving anywhere. He's signed an extended contract with McCarr and he's happy to stay with that team. Who is most likely to get their first win this season? Right, I honestly thought when I put in this question that you guys would end up picking Lando Norris. Honestly, that's what I thought because yeah, I, I just thought most people would end up picking Lando. However, that was not actually the case at all. People ended up voting for Oscar Piastri. And when I say people, I mean 24 out of 41 of you said it was going to be Oscar. And I agree. I think Oscar will get his first Grand Prix win. After that, yes, it was Landon Norris's 14. And then two people thought Lance Stroll, one person thought Yuki Tsunoda. Wanted to know if you guys thought we were going to get a title fight this year. Because I hope we get one. And we had 25 views saying yes, 16 saying no, 61% yes. And 39% saying no. I want to say yes because that's what the F1 fan of me wants. I want a title fight. I want to see exciting racing between teams and drivers. I just don't know how close teams and drivers will actually be on the grid to Red Bull. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say positive. I'm going to say this is going to be an exciting season. And yet, side with a lot of you that said, yes, we are getting a title fight this season. After that, I asked if you answered yes to the above that there was going to be a title fight which teams would be involved in it. So no surprise here, 25 of you said Red Bull would be involved. I completely agree. I think Red Bull will be involved in this. And then after that, 21 of you said that Ferrari was going to be involved with the title fight, which shocked me. I once again thought it would be McLaren, like with who's likely to get a championship this year with the teams. But no, a lot of you think it will be Ferrari. After that, it was McLaren, then Mercedes, and then Aston Martin. So yeah, I'd say that's on track. I think the title fight, though, will be between Red Bull and McLaren this year. Team with the most drama. Right, here we go. 17 of you said Red Bull, 12 of you said Mercedes, 6 of you said Ferrari, 3 of you said Alpine, 2 said McLaren, and then 1 said Alpha Tauri. I think there's a chance that Red Bull, Mercedes, and Ferrari could all face a fair bit of drama for 
different reasons this year. We will wait and see what happens. There is stuff obviously going on with Red Bull. There's drama with drivers going on with Ferrari and Mercedes. So yeah, we will wait and see what happens with everything. And then I asked for your most unhinged predictions. I love, love, love asking you guys this. So we've got two people saying that Charles is going to win a WDC this year. Who knows? Let's hope so. I would love, love, love to see that happen. We've got two people saying that Williams will finish on the podium this year. Yes, please, 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 please let it happen. I don't want that to be unhinged. I want it to be a reality. I want to see Williams on the podium. It would be incredible. We also have Newey to join Ferrari. There have been a lot of rumours about this. We've seen his wife, Amanda Newey, liking a couple of tweets about him potentially joining Ferrari. So that would be incredible. Pierre Gasly wins Monaco. I mean, actually, the Alpine did quite well in Monaco last year, didn't they? I think Esteban Ocon was the lead Alpine that year. But yeah, they did very good in Monaco last year if I'm remembering the right race I hope I am Yuki wins a race why not I mean I would love that as well this isn't even a prediction it's a prayer please let Lewis win a race this season please I mean yeah it would be amazing to see Lewis back on the top step of a podium again we will wait and see what car Mercedes are able to produce. Alex and Logan get P2, P3 at the same race. Let's say Monza. I'm going to hold you to that. Monza is my birthday GP. It's the GP that is closest to my birthday. So I would love seeing that. That would be a perfect birthday present. Haas will not come last in the Constructors this year. I love how that's an unhinged prediction that Haas are not going to be last. There is a chance. It's going to be between, basically, Stake and Haas, in my opinion, because they were the teams that were struggling the most last year. I think they were the teams that seemed just lost with their development and not like Aston Martin got lost a little bit in the middle, but still were doing well. Haas and Stake just didn't seem to really know the direction they were going in at all. So yeah, might not be that unhinged. Haas might not be last, guys. And finally, it was like anything else to add. And we've got most people saying, nope, nothing to add. But we do have Yuki, Fernando, Oscar, Logan, Alex, Nico get their first win. I mean, that's a lot of people getting their first wins but I mean if you don't want Max winning every race that's a surefire way to make sure that we get some new people on the podium please let there be a proper title by this year I mean yeah I think a lot of us are feeling that right now that even if Max was to win the WDC next year fair enough he earned it but we would just love to see some more battling up at the front to see it a little bit more touch and go to not think at Bahrain and Saudi Arabia oh, yeah Max is winning another championship this year you just want it to be a little less predictable is all Lewis will win at least one Grand Prix I mean like we said hope so we'll just have to see what Mercedes can produce because I think Lewis as a driver still has that drive and that ability to win Grand Prix but right now just doesn't have the car to do it we'll finally get a female tp again i mean that would be terrific to see we'd love love some female leadership in when the f1 teams again good luck to us this season i'm sure we'll have plenty to cry over i really really hope this was not a ferrari fan and i can't lie when i first read that i thought it was a ferrari fan but yes whoever wrote that i really hope you don't cry again this season i hope it's a better season for you this year look what i would love i'd say my unhinged prediction for this season which i don't think is likely to happen is that we get a new WDC winner. We've got three on the grid now. I'd love to see a new name added to that list. I just don't think it'll happen this year. I do think Max is going to win a WDC. But like people are saying, I do just want a title fight. Don't mind if Max wins the title, but I want to see someone 
really managing to catch up and keep the pace with him and Red Bull throughout the year. So I'd say that was my almost unhinged prediction this year. I would absolutely love to see something like Kevin Magnussen when he got pole in Brazil again. That would be fantastic. Would absolutely love that. I mean, yeah, I would love to see maybe some of the teams in the second half of the grid. So from like P6 downwards, Williams, AlphaTauri, those teams getting on a podium at least once this season would be great. And just seeing a more mixed up race winners. But yeah, I think those are my sort of other predictions that I would like that didn't really fit into any of those questions. And those are all of our predictions. That is what you guys saw. That's what I think is going to happen this season. We have no clue because we are not even at testing yet. But I love it. I love doing these blind. I love doing these before we really get into the season because we end up just using what we either want to happen or what we think will happen based on the past couple of seasons instead of really what we think the cars are like now that we've heard about them and that we've seen data from them on the tracks. We will do a checkup on these in the middle of the season. If I don't do it in a podcast episode, I will try and post them either on my social media channels, so either TikTok or Instagram, basically. But yes, keep your eyes peeled for that. But we will definitely, definitely do a full review of them at the end of the year during my season review. I am going to sign off on this episode now because I'm starting to feel a little bit unwell. My throat is very dry now. But thank you guys so, so much for listening and make sure you give this podcast a five star review if you enjoyed. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll see you guys the next time you're summoned to the steward's office.